Hey everyone, you have found yourself in the episode of shame, shadow, and other shit required for true growth. And you know that because you saw the topic when you clicked on it. And you have entered yourself into a topic that I believe could be truly game-changing. It has been for me and that's, you know, what I get to share here is really the stuff that I have found that have, has worked for myself and that has worked for the other people in my life I've gotten to work alongside with. So I hope that you, you get something out of it. Here we go. I have a vision of a world where people are so confident and so in touch with who they truly are that they become unshaken by the shit that life has. Unshaken. And it feels, I think, for a lot of us impossible to think about that because most of us, most of the time, are functioning in such a reactionary state in such a survival state that to think that we can live a life not off our rocker <laughs> feels almost impossible and like an ideal. And I'm not proposing here that this world isn't one where we experience pain and experience difficult emotions and experience tragedy. I'm proposing a world that those things continue to happen, but we in the core of who we are, are unmoved, that our worth and our togetherness and our confidence is unshaken. And also for a lot of us to think about that, there feels like a really giant gap to getting to that place. And because I'm so confident, or not confident about this, because I'm still right there with you learning this too, but because I'm so passionate about this and getting to help people live in such a way like this, I have found a couple thoughts, tools of the trade that have helped in this process. And so that's kind of what I'm going to share here in this episode. I want you to think about all of the pieces of who you are. All of us are a puzzle piece of this giant, beautiful puzzle that makes us who we are. And there are parts of our puzzle that we are really comfortable with. Um, I will put myself on example here. I am really comfortable being the positive person in the room and being the person that brings joy and uplifts the room. That is a default mode I function in that I may could argue, you know, comes from a place of pain sometimes. But through work, I know I, I can say I've cultivated truth in it, <laughs> that it's not just a reactionary thing. But anyways, side note, I'm really comfortable being the joyful person in the room. I'm really uncomfortable being the angry person in the room and being someone that could potentially bring the energy down in a room. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the thing. But... What really I am saying here is that puzzle piece of myself 
of the version of Taylor that is really angry and really can maybe say things that hurt people, I'm really uncomfortable with her. And I'm not going to deny that she exists because she's there because we're all capable of doing and being anything along the spectrum of this idealistic, amazing world changer to being and doing absolutely awful things. And there are parts of ourselves when we don't accept that and deny specifically on the side of the spectrum, on the negative side of the spectrum, we actually aren't in our fullness yet when we don't do that. And so when I don't accept angry version of Taylor, then I'm not in my fullness and I'm continuing to stay small. And what I'm describing here is indeed, and you might know is in psychology, spiritual world too, is called shadow work. It's this experience of, oh, wow, I am capable of really good, really bad things. I'm going to accept and see them all. And bringing back to the place of being comfortable and confident in ourselves, I deeply believe and would argue full-heartedly that we get off our rocker We become shaken in life when we are triggered in a part of ourselves that we have not fully accepted or seen or recognized or even loved. And so it throws us off and we react and we are shaken. And so the path to becoming unshaken is the gross, painful, difficult path of being in our shit and seeing the crap that we are capable of being and doing. It's understanding that I, we, you have the power to really hurt people and have the power to be really selfish and to do things out of poor intent. I own all of those things. I, I am capable of all of those things. And if you're honest with yourself because you're a beautiful human too, then probably you too. And so what does that look like to notice and nurture every single part of ourselves? Hmm. That is something super interesting to me. And right, obviously, why do people not do it and avoid it? Because like I said, it's so painful. (laughs) Who wants to face that they're capable of being awful? Nobody. But what's on the other side of that? A life where you are unmoved. And that you have the power to choose how you respond to the things in life. A life where you are in your power is what I'm talking about. And if you are here... I'm guessing you are somebody that is interested in that. And so that is why I'm talking to you and bringing this up. Because you are somebody, I'm assuming, that wants to make an impact with their life, that wants to be intentional in their relationships, that wants to bring powerful things into the world, whether that's through their business or their projects or their creative work. And I got to tell you, 
this conversation and this stuff is required for you to live at your full potential of doing any and all of those things. And so how do you practically lean into this? Like I always say, you get quiet and you notice the moments where you are triggered and being triggered, that's like a big kind of scary word, but it's when you notice a reactionary response. Maybe someone says something to you or something happens. You get to be, whoa, like what was that? Like I want to get really angry at that person. And again, anger is not bad, but it's that reactionary piece. And then you get quiet. And this is what I talk about in the first episode of this show, actually. You get quiet and you ask yourself what's going on. You get honest with yourself and you make a shift. That is the routine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to link this up, that episode because I go really deep into that. But that is the work. When people talk about doing the work, that's it. And you become really powerful when you actually get really curious about your triggers. I was talking to somebody about this this week, actually, and how I'm in a place right now where when I feel triggered by something, I'm most of the time not blaming anymore and not saying, oh my gosh, that person, victim consciousness, and also another episode. I'm not saying, oh, they made me feel this or this is going on. I'm in a place where I'm learning to take full responsibility. And so when something happens, I'm actually not like ugh, upset about it. I more so can put on a hat of curiosity and wonder and almost be like an observer and say, hmm, like almost if we had a map and we like were to put it out in front of us and look at it outside of ourselves instead of within ourselves, take the situation and huh, analyze it. It becomes really interesting because right when you do that, then you're unshaken and you're unmoved in the core worth of who you are. If someone were to stand across from you and tell you, Every bad thing that you've ever done and have ever said and how you've hurt people and the bad thoughts that you've had and the things about yourself you want no one to know, how would you feel? You have an opportunity to reconcile within yourself to be unshaken in that moment. And again, not have no feeling, <laughs> not be upset, but to be able to still fully accept who you are and lean into your power. Because by ignoring the things, the bad things that we are capable of, we are just keeping ourselves small, like I said. And I want to bring up shame too, obviously, since that's a part of this title here. And Brene Brown really has enlightened me on the concept of shame and shame is different than guilt. Guilt says, I feel bad because I did this. Shame says, I am bad because I did this. Do you see that? It's like an identity thing. You take ownership of it. And when we start to feel shame, shame might feel different for you, but for most of us, it is, can be described as a shame storm. We get really inward and we might get really hot and red in our face or we might get really upset in our stomach and in our chest. But when we are in that zone, that typically happens right when we're triggered, we can't come out of shame. The only way to come out of shame is by speaking it out loud. 
And so through this work of claiming all the parts of ourselves, even the parts we don't want to really accept are there, we have to be able to do it outside of ourselves. So whether this is sharing with someone that you love and trust or a objective professional person or in a journal, getting stuff outside of yourself helps you be able to not be crumbled by it. And I was in a conversation with a client actually this week where we were really having this exact discussion. There were different areas of her life where she was essentially buried under emotionally. And we went one by one on the list of, okay, how can you get back on top of these things? What do you need to reconcile on the inside to be able to know, remember that those things don't have power over you? And so that's what we every single day get the opportunity to do. And these things that we are triggered by might not even be actual tangible things that have happened or people have said, like I've you know been using that example here. They might just be even our own thoughts sometimes. So then we have to like create this thing outside of ourselves to be able to get out of the shame storm, but it's actually something that's happening within ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll give you an example. I was driving today and I was just overcome with a feeling of guilt that I wasn't working as much as I thought I should because I had spent the day having fun with a family friend instead of working. And work to me typically is pretty fun because I get to have conversations like this. (laughs) But that wasn't something outside of myself, right? No one said anything to make me feel that way. It was the conditioning that I have experienced from the past and in the world of me ingesting and interpreting that of an expectation I've set on myself. So I had to walk through this process of, all right, I feel really buried under this feeling. I have this part of myself that I don't want to accept is somebody that puts off doing some work in order to have fun. Yeah, isn't that weird? that I have trouble accepting that version of myself. Yeah, I'm weird, like we all are. And so I had to reconcile and say, oh, that version of Taylor is so welcome here. And she's so allowed to breathe and exist and you can be gentle with her. And so I did that. And as I started to, I started to feel a little better. I told a friend about how I was feeling. So I got out of the shame storm that was starting to build up. And it was super interesting. And I got to, though I will say, do it from a place of observation and not being shaken. I got to be a journalist. I got to be able to excavate and see it for what it was. I wasn't thrown off my rocker. And that's not to say that I won't be tomorrow or in three moments from now. (laughs) But it's something that frankly, I'm proud of myself for learning how to do. And I'm super proud to be able to see so many others in their work and in their lives start to do as well. And so if you want to continue living this beautiful, powerful life you're creating for yourself, you got to navigate through the shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I know it's so hard. Oh, I feel like I could just cry right now just talking about that. I just thought of my own experiences and all growing. Hmm. It's so hard dealing with stuff that's so deep inside of us is so hard. But man, 
how much freedom there is on the other side and how much freedom and beauty we get to unleash to the world and to other people when we're living in that space. Oh, it's so beautiful. I have this mantra I like to say, and it's, you got to wrestle to groove. And I like to put that in application to like projects I'm working on maybe of, okay, before like these, this beautiful operation system of how this business is going to work is set. We got to make it messy. We got to have the disorganized to-do lists and the things that are out of order and all the mess to make it beautiful. And so that's what this is. This is this weird wrestle to be able to groove in a place of power and freedom. And a lot of people aren't willing to wrestle and be in the mess. But again, if you're here, I have a deep, deep intuition that you are willing to go there. And the world thanks you for it. Whew, man. <laughs> This stuff is hard, but you are so worthy of living a beautiful life that that is yours. Your beautiful life is yours. And in the journey of navigating through shame and shadow and all the other shit, you are only going to be in a place more beautiful on the other side. somebody who you think it would support also I encourage you to do that and I'd love to hear from you too if you want to shoot me over an email or a dm I'd love to just hear what you're learning and have a conversation with you so thank you for taking the time to listen and to be here um I appreciate it more than you know